0: Hello and welcome to episode one hundred and ninety-six of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt, and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Here we go again, bro. We are back again, very closer to episode two hundred.
1: Yep, one week closer. No more prepared.
0: Yes, Super <laughs> horror bros way. That is very much the best way to describe <laughs> it. Um, we'll do. We'll do something. We'll just wing it on the day. We'll see. We'll see what to do. Um, but yeah. until then, we it's have. My a, yeah. There exactly it's got us this far for four years so yeah exactly um but no this week we have another on-demand release to talk about as always um yeah it's like it it still bombs me out that we even have to say that every time where it's just like Mm. of course it is because what else is there at this point um but maybe in july we'll get to see some stuff who knows
1: in a couple of weeks it'll be like we made a movie we made a horror movie (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah, why not at this point um yeah we're gonna be talking about gretel and hansel which is kind of interesting because it's one that we've definitely discussed on the show before yeah a Um,
1: returning uh actress and director for the podcast yes
0: yeah which is always nice um so yeah we'll get into all that stuff for, uh just later on but first we have the news and it's quite a few stuff on here actually a few little smaller little tidbits a couple of trailers for some like interesting looking stuff that's this upcoming um so yeah first up um always good to see mike flanagan always in the news and yeah. um
1: always a good place to start
0: I, I think i can't remember if this happened either last week or in the past week but there was another news story that isn't even this one <laughs> involving him where he was adapting something else for netflix um of course we already know that he's doing what haunted of blind manor kind of did he even write it i can't remember at this point but we know he's not directing every episode mm. yeah um, i think he i think he's writing but not
1: yeah directing just the the book, book book ends of it isn't
0: he yeah and then is it midnight mass is his next <clears throat> big like netflix project that was in mm. full production prior to the pandemic um mm-hmm. So that's going to be something that's really interesting cuz I'm pretty sure he is writing and directing all of that. And then there was like a third show coming as well, mm. um cuz of course he signed that like crazy deal with Netflix a few years ago. Um so that's kind of fulfilling that contract, but outside of that is this news um which uh yeah, the Hollywood reporter is reporting that he um is involved in a feature film adaptation of another Stephen King film, uh, book in fact. Um and this one's called Revival. Um which I hadn't heard of. It's one of his newer novels. Um, no, I haven't from, heard of it either, From i honest. Yeah. Uh, 2014 was when it was oh, okay. first published so yeah pretty new like i don't know mm-hmm. he's probably had a couple since then i know he had one i think late last year um
1: he's probably had about five since
0: then <laughs> yeah i was gonna say just the in the pandemic <laughs> um yeah he's like this is just giving him all sorts of material but uh yeah no so this is with warner bros as well which which mm-hmm. i think is cool to see because obviously with the doctor sleep stuff you didn't know if that would still be a partnership that they would want to keep on um yeah but uh, the news is that he will write and produce the film for Warner Bros with an option to direct. Um, okay. Odd. So obviously, yeah, very odd. So obviously right now, like, no actual word on whether he's directing or not. Um, and obviously he's a very busy man. <laughs> um, so whether he'll find time for this or the Netflix stuff, we'll see. But it's interesting because, yeah, I don't really know too much about this novel. Um, no. When did you it, say it came out? Uh, 2014. Um Okay so 2014
1: so 2013 doctor sleep and then since revival we've had one two three four (laughs) five six seven stephen king was there one
0: like late last year because i think i got that as an audio institute yes i have that because it sounded really interesting but i haven't listened to it yet um But, uh, yeah, I think this is cool. Like it's one of those interesting things where of course I love him doing like original stuff or even, you know, *Haunt of Hill house obviously isn't original, but his take on Mm. it certainly was. Um, but I kind of like that he has this relationship obviously with Gerald's game, especially and Dr. Sleep. Um, it's cool that that's like a wheelhouse that he's very comfortable in. Um, because you don't really see yeah, that do you? You don't I really think... see that as like prolific partnerships and kind of adaptations. I don't think we've ever seen anything like that
1: no, definitely not, and I think especially not in the movie world and I think mm. it can work well and you know they've obviously they obviously developed a really good relationship for Gerald's game and uh Doctor Sleep at this point, so yeah. why the hell not eh?
0: yeah, it's cool for sure um so yeah, this will I'm sure that's very very far away, but uh something else to look forward to um indeed. Next up, we have a trailer here for a movie that I hadn't heard of, which is out very very soon um called Shirley um <clears throat> now this movie looks interesting um it's out on June fifth, kind of on demand of course, and um it stars Elizabeth Moss as uh Shirley Jackson, who is like uh, an author um and yeah wrote the something that we just talked about the Haunted of Hill House, the original story mm-hmm. um and yeah like did you see this trailer at all for this one I did, yeah it's. It, it, to me, my biggest question was like, is it a horror film? <laughs> you know, that kind of age-old question. Because I'm not yeah. too sure based upon the trailer. What did you make of it?
1: I wasn't digging it. No, uh, no pretty much not at all. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Um. You know, it it seems somewhat interesting. You know, to kind of you know the story that you said there, what it's kind of based upon. But what I saw in the trailer gave me nothing that kind of mm. made me want to watch that film in the slightest. If I'm being honest, <laughs> like yeah. I can't be brutally honest. Um yeah, it didn't it didn't seem overly horror to me. Um it no. seemed like it'll be this kind of drama that that kind of will have disturbing scenes at, at points.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was it was an interesting one because yeah i did I, I wasn't a massive fan of the trailer either but obviously i just i'm such a huge fan of, of elizabeth like i just want to see her and more stuff so that was kind of why i know
1: you're not it in bro <laughs> I, the second i saw like i was like oh, okay now i know
0: i'm this one. <laughs> i'm like no <laughs> well no like i mean I, I, have you seen the schedule like it's not like we're batting away the movies at this point um <laughs> but uh yeah probably not one we'll talk about but it was it was an interesting looking one anyway um
1: look man sonic's out on demand like we're fine
0: i've already seen it it's great (laughs) um but uh, yeah, next up, this is just a very small update on a, on a new story that we've discussed a couple of times—the um, kind of Silence of the Lambs sequel television series, apparently, um, <laughs> entitled Clarice. Um, I think we reported before that it had kind of been given a pilot, um, mm. so to see whether or not it would go ahead. And obviously, you don't have they don't really release those ahead of time. But yeah, kind of uh, CBS, who ordered the pilot, have now have have greenlit a season um, to take place during the 20, uh, two 2020 and 21 broadcast season so you would assume you know trying to start in the fall um which yeah like i think we discussed it before already like i would have to see a lot and hear a lot about this before i'd be remotely interested in it um having obviously someone else play that iconic role and you know whether they're going to skirt around like are they going to try and do a hannibal lecter type thing in it or not is is very weird um and it's clearly mm. just—it's clearly just a license to do another like procedural crime drama because this is what CBS love doing. They have about yeah, fifty of them and, on the go, exactly.
1: And CBS doesn't feel you a great confidence. And we've no. already had a Hannibal TV show, like yeah, you know, and um, you know, so, so it doesn't want to tread on that show's toes either. And so mm. it's going to not try to go on, you know, take those things. And to be honest with you, if I want to watch some. Um, silence of the
0: lambs tv show i just want to stick on hannibal yeah i think what's weird with this as well is because it's set it's set a year after the events of silence Mm. of the lambs so it's really right in that timeline like she's gonna she's still gonna be like a rookie fbi and all that stuff so it's not I think it would be more interesting to take like a much older Clarice who's like worked there for a while and has all this experience as opposed to like, yeah. no, 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 this is the Clarice that we knew from that film. And if she doesn't feel that way, then it's the immediately the TV show is going to feel off for me. Um, yeah. And it
1: kind of, it will feel disingenuous if at that point she's still not obsessed with Hannibal, Yeah, you know, and still not trying to track him down constantly. So then, you know, but then we've already seen that that doesn't happen because we know the movie Hannibal exists
0: yeah so, you know
1: it's very it's very odd like i just don't know how what they do how they how they bleed kind of what we already know into this tv show
0: yeah it's like do you get messy like halloween canon where it's like right only silence of lambs exists in this world yeah. nothing else so there's no ha- hannibal or red dragon or any of that stuff you know well, um, i'm
1: out i'm out if there's no red dragon
0: <laughs> i was like i think it might have got added to netflix recently um in the UK, because I just randomly saw it on there and I was like, man, Red Dragon, what a goddamn movie. Holy shit, um, is, it on, is it on Netflix? Yeah, like all, all three of the movies are the original trilogy, which is insane. Um, obviously yeah, I'm, I'm
1: down for a bit of Red Dragon. Like we might have, oh, to, yeah, definitely. We might have to wrap up this podcast. I think we're, <laughs> we, we, we're almost there, aren't we? Yeah,
0: pretty much. Um, <laughs> I just I love your enthusiasm this week. It's, it's insane. Um, <laughs> but uh, Wait, why yeah,
1: not c- search Silence of the Lambs? I want to search Red Dragon
0: um next up is like another kind of trailer that came out for another movie that's coming very soon um again at the start of june june 5th um i, I wonder if these were all planned or if this kind of like is these production companies just scrambling and buying anything they can <sighs> it's um, hard to
1: tell isn't
0: it yeah because like, i think with this watching, one it was watching the
1: trailers i think i know the answer
0: <laughs> <laughs> well with this one it was the fact that i think it is part of the news story that they have acquired the rights to the movie and then it is already set for a digital release um right. but yeah the movie's called becky um, and it's got some interesting faces in this one, um, mm. kind of our lead role, which is this young girl called Becky, um, is played by Lulu Wilson, who, uh, was in Annabelle creation. Um, and I, I swear she's been in some other stuff as well. Cause I really recognized her when I saw this trailer early on today. Um, I Yo, she's, to she's, up.
1: she's one of the kids from Haunting of Hill House. Is she,
0: oh, she is. Isn't yeah, she? yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. where I recognised
1: from yeah. the trailer. Of yeah, of course.
0: I always want to say that because I randomly Ooh, yeah, I watched, just I watched. I watched Captain Marvel recently, and one of the flashbacks of her has like one of the young kids in, in <laughs> yeah. Hill House in it as well. But um, yeah, you
1: just see a young kid at this point. You're like, are they in Hill House? <laughs> or yeah. It? yeah exactly uh-huh. like in one of the three it has to be every yeah. single time and and honestly most of the climate
0: is as well yeah yeah it's either georgie or so yeah, someone yeah. else what are um, we watching
1: this week oh yeah someone from it
0: quinn <laughs> um, proven but yeah so this yeah this movie centers along this girl who's kind of did you watch the trailer for this one
1: yeah this this one was more interesting really it's kind of yeah this this
0: kind of kind of Looks like a robbery gone wrong. Yeah, or something. this kind of
1: family retreat where these kind of criminals have gone there to try to find their hidden stash and kind of collide with this family. And it seems like Becky, our lead character, is kind of um, is escaped or isn't there when it all goes down. And now it's like her job to rescue her family. And it seems like she's doing some home alone shit on mm. the um, on on the on the baddies. Yeah. Uh, on the wet bandits and to be honest any any horror movie that's gonna be giving me home alone vibes i'm kind of down for
0: yeah it definitely looked interesting um and yeah like kevin james plays the villain in this one um (laughs) which is really bizarre like it's it almost is like a trend coming out of this year already um kind of seeing these like very comedic actors trying to do these more like Mm. uh, serious roles in horror films um and i I think think that's a really interesting thing this one's a weird
1: one as well like the way he looks in this and
0: everything yeah yeah he couldn't be more different than what he normally is like Mm. definitely i'd say if if you've even remotely seen kevin james and stuff like look at this trailer and he's almost unrecognizable um yeah yeah, i wonder if all these comedy actors have been like yeah all you got to do is just put a frown on and scowl for the movie and boom you're sorted you can just be in a horror film (laughs) um uh, yeah
1: exactly (laughs)
0: um god you really throw me with that one um so many bad flashbacks right now um
1: i've just got his entrance music stuck in my head i wish that's what
0: i had stuck in my head i have him just talking to his phone for like an hour on his own um Let's not talk about that film again. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, I, I agree. Like, I did think this looked kind of interesting, like, for a, for a smaller on-demand release. So I yeah. was like, oh, this actually has something going for it. It's got recognisable people in it, and it does actually look kind of interesting. Yeah, it um, piqued
1: my interest. Of the trailers that you sent me, this was the one that I, piqued my interest the most.
0: Yeah, it does look pretty cool. And yeah, in like a few weeks as well. Hmm. Um yeah. So next up in the news, this is a pretty interesting one. Um again, it's just a small quote, but because of what it's about, it's about the Scream franchise. Um and... don't man,
1: like you can't you can't <laughs> start throwing Scream or Nightmare on Elm Street stuff in. All right, I'll let you toy with me with Hellraiser. But just just, just don't God, man. all
0: all three of those have been in the news like a lot this year, which yeah. is really wild to think about. Um but it hurts scream, me. it really hurts me. Yeah, Scream is going to be talked about a lot because obviously Ah. they've already announced the kind of whatever they're doing with it, another Scream movie, to say the least. Um, Let's not say sequel or remake or anything because who knows at this point? Um, But uh, yeah, one Nev Campbell has been talking um, (laughs) and she said in an interview, some pretty interesting quotes here. Um, So yeah, I'm just going to read this because this is interesting. So she's talking about the filmmakers, the two directors of, of course, Ready or Not, who are making this next Scream movie. Um, she says, they've come to me and we're having conversations. It's a little hard at the moment because of COVID to know what will happen. Uh, but hopefully we can see eye to eye on all elements that have to come into place for it to happen. Um, whether that just means a, pay, a big old <laughs> <Yeah>. paycheck. Um,
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I think I can read between
0: the lines. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> yeah, well, I can read between the next one as well, which is interesting. So she then goes on to say, um, I originally had been really apprehensive about doing another screen without Wes because he was such a genius and he is the reason they are what they are.
1: But the directors... The, check. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> oh, the, the directors have come to me with such great appreciation for Wes's work and they really want to honor it. And that meant a lot to me. Hopefully we're able to do it so yeah i feel like we're already kind of jumping the gun and kind of shitting on her quotes here probably unnecessarily but um yeah. you can you can read a lot from this as ultimately she's an actor she wants to get a, a job like they all do of course um and and so i don't blame her on that front but then that second part is like i think it's super interesting because on the, one hand of course we're protective over these things yeah yeah. but then it, is it a case of right no one can just touch it anymore like i really don't exactly know.
1: i i am more excited by this new story than than my kind of you know mockery kind of makes you think because i think um if if you go into do scream like i said there's no point like if you just remake scream what's the point because it's mm. a slasher movie like If you just remake Scream, you either have to do a shot for shot remake or you make a slasher movie that's completely different, then just make a completely different slasher movie. It's not the whole point of Scream was that it wasn't unique, you know, it was a parody of what had already been Mm. done before. So you can't really remake it, in my opinion. So if you're going to make Scream 5, make Scream 5. And so talking to Nev Campbell, talking to you know david arquette and courtney cox is the way that you need to kind of start to think about this and think which characters can we have in it i don't necessarily think all three need to be in it again but in order i don't, for this I to don't feel, think any of them
0: should To I be think, honest, i think
1: they've got to be like really like, like
0: there's never really have to be in a fifth screen movie
1: well what what screen five if it's not got any of those in like it needs, for... it needs to have someone I think for me,
0: talking about just off the back of what you said, when I look at these types of things, I think to myself, right, why are they doing this? Well, ultimately, because it's a brand, right? It'll bring people to a cinema to see a movie that wouldn't normally see it. And take Charles Play as an example. I think a good example of that would be, right, you get the name somehow, which is what they've got, and then you get talented people like they did with child's play, and you just let them like run wild with whatever their ideas are and take fresh new stuff on it and Of course, like it's disappointing that it has to be called a screen movie just like last year's movie was called a child's play movie, you know we've discussed that, but I like the idea of just letting them if they have fun and interesting ideas, and hopefully this is just the way for them to get them out, but mm. I don't know if whether like a fifth screen movie which which would then mean of course the fifth continuation of that same continuity and that same story after all this time without Wes involved and probably without Kevin involved i just don't know if that's remotely anything i want to see yeah um, who, who
1: knows because you know you get talented people making that movie that movie can be good like but bo- both sides of it it's just they got to re- make the right the re- the right movie at the end of the day i think yeah. kind of you know a screen movie with all the kind of plethora of um ip that's out there is scream something that i want anyone to touch the answer is no um but also if you can make me love another scream movie scream is one of my favorite franchises full stop so you know if if you can make a great one of that and i get another great Scream movie then i'm buzzed but it's 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 probably like the highest risk kind of you know there you know it's almost like end game odds to be honest mm. there's one scenario where this movie works
0: <laughs> yeah and i don't think we're going to be lucky enough to live in that timeline <laughs> um for, for me, just to end, I think the only thing that Do is it for a bit me funny. Dr. Strange, come on! <laughs> the only thing that's a bit funny to me here is the fact that she said, "like, oh, you know, the directors came to me with a great appreciation uh, appreciation for his work, and they really want to honor yeah. it." I'm just like, of course, like they're not going to say, "Yeah, guess what?" So we didn't like Wes. we hate the screen movies. We got our own take. <laughs> like, I just it, it goes without saying, of course, and maybe it is just fan service to keep people happy at the end of the day. But
1: I don't know. I think a lot of people get hold of an IP and. Um they're excited about using the ip more than they're they care about the ip that they've got their hands on Mm -hmm. um you know there's a ton of sequels and remakes that we can talk about that have done that and uh almost to the point where i don't even know whether they've watched the movie it feels like and they're just excited that they're like oh i've got this name in horror i've got a scream franchise let's slap someone in a white mask and let's go and it's like yeah we saw that last year with
0: black christmas like no one before that was going oh we have such love for the original exactly
1: so i think coming from it from the right place and caring about the ip is exactly what i hope and want people to do and i don't necessarily think people will so Mm. you know even if it is just pandering and she's saying that like i'm glad that those things are being said yeah i think i just essential. assume
0: i assumed that the new directors of scream would say that anyway but um yeah i guess it yeah. was interesting to actually see it yeah. um so yeah yeah um unfortunately i think it's something that we to be talking about for the foreseeable future um next up uh is a this is like a very brief update just because it was something about this show that i didn't know um so the twilight zone is coming back (laughs) uh, which we did know um thursday june 25th is when season two supposedly premieres um and they've obviously they've released loads of stuff recently like images and i think a teaser trailer and stuff which i've kind of avoided because i don't really care um but what i saw today that was interesting was apparently all of the episodes are going to drop at the same time um which of course is completely different because that was not the format of the first mm-hmm. season. Um and I think that's yeah like that seems to have been buried by a lot of people because like mm-hmm. we just we discussed that a lot with the TV shows and like to me anyway regardless of how you want to enjoy a show or or whether you think you'll like it one way or another the way it's released is impactful and does make a difference whether or not I'm going to have to be like American Horror Story for example we've had that time and time again where I let the episodes stack up because I want to binge like have little mini binge sessions um so I think this is fascinating to be like, oh, OK, with Twilight Zone, the fact that we did kind of watch it every week, maybe if you kind of watched a couple back to back, it would have a different impact. Um, mm. But I, I just think this is really interesting, like especially because of the fact that season one was not this. <laughs>
1: um, it, it is interesting. I think the format of Twilight Zone doesn't necessarily lend to a binge watch.
0: No, because um, there's also different,
1: yeah, exactly, you know, I think something like you know, like you said, the American horror story or just any kind like of tradi- like TV all. show, yeah, you want to roll into that next episode, the credits roll, and you're like, oh, how does this continue? Twilight Zone ends, yeah, you know the next episode is a different story, so I quite like having this little treat every week or mm. or not, case <laughs> was last season, but you know that's kind of this story of the week type thing, you know, when, when kind of a different, you know, one I enjoyed more the tales from the crypt, when that kind of rolled out, like I was looking forward to that drop every week and getting our little
0: bit of it. Oh, well, a creep show. Oh, sorry, Creature, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah, I agree, like, well, because it's interesting because thinking about Black Mirror, obviously they drop all that at the same time, but it is weird because they're all so different and I've, I've watched it in, I don't think I've watched a single, maybe the last season I did because there was only three episodes, but the other two seasons are on Netflix. I watched them in, like, random orders because it was just, I just picked and choose the ones that sounded interesting to me. Um, and I like that you could do that, but obviously, yeah, it is weird that, like, they're not connected in any way. So they, it would make, like, to me, if I'm Netflix, I would not put out like a full season of black mirror at once like yeah. i would stretch that out and get the excitement Definitely level make the event yeah like they have been teasing that more they've, they've had quite a lot of tv shows recently yeah, like where they've announced that you
1: can announce like the cast members and be like you know this is the miley cyrus episode and like all of this yeah. stuff and like do that stuff instead of just dropping them like they did and then they kind of had these separate advertising campaigns for all yeah. three episodes even though all three were there it was three right was it
0: three well then you know, the last one was free yeah that's yeah. completely yeah. right yeah because they had like images for each one whereas yeah mm. if they kind of dropped one and then you had like a 20 second teaser trailer at the end of that and that was how you found out like oh my god miley cyrus is in black mirror whatever. yeah it would be really like, fun yeah. um See, so yeah, I'm with you. Like, this is an interesting one. Like, I I am looking forward to Twilight Zone. Like, cause I always want it to be much better than it is. Um, and I'm definitely looking forward to the one that Jordan wrote. It's still majorly disappointing and that's all we get from him this season. Um, of mm. course, he's still hosting it and producing it, which is whatever. Um, but yeah, the fact I want I
1: want Jordan writing and directing. Yeah, yeah like I thought that's I thought that's <clears throat> what we
0: were gonna get this season. Honestly, <clears> throat> was throat> like just write and direct one, and I'd have been happy. Yeah. And the fact that he just one, wrote it, because especially obviously post us now this will be this will be a writing credit and candy man is a writing credit and i his writing is amazing that's why you oh, want an oscar to for it, but
1: Candyman, mate <laughs> yes
0: <Yeah. laughs> this, this, this too raw yeah but like i don't <laughs> want him to to shy away from the directing is my Mm. point because i think Mm. he he's such an amazing writer and and that is almost hard to find these days if we look at our history of our show um we've we've loved directors a lot more than perhaps we have enjoyed the writing of a lot of stuff i think think Um, the problem is
1: is that you know you commit to writing a script and how long does that take you commit mm. to directing a movie and you're you're in it for the long haul so it's kind of you know we've seen some of these guys take that route
0: Especially with the, with Jordan having his own production company, I think it's very easy. He to can bang do. out some
1: scripts and, well, and get he, some he projects.
0: Wants, uh, he wants to bring people up to his level. So like mm. he's saying, like, well, if I've wrote an episode of Twilight Zone and I can let a talented filmmaker that I like f- direct it, that's mm. then going to elevate their profile. Um, yeah. and obviously, people like people took that risk with him with get and i feel like he wants to give back and so yeah and, and at up... the end of the day like you know if that happens you know
1: like the candy man he, he's written mm. the Candyman script and now we get to see candy man and, and everything we've seen so far looks phenomenal yeah definitely so you know and it's got it's got that jordan feel to it and so as long as he stays closely connected to the projects i don't necessarily have a problem with it it's you know as long as jordan pill written by jordan pill doesn't become kind of eli roth presents you know that's that's the risk and he needs to still direct
0: (laughs) sorry he needs to still direct basically at the end of the day, like yeah. re- like regardless of what happens, obviously it's only been a year, but I'm already like chomping at the bit. And I, mm-hmm. I hope by the end of this year, anyway, we have the next Jordan Peele directed thing announced. Yeah. So we know what it's going to be going into next year and beyond. Um, but yeah. And then finally, this last one is a very interesting one. Cause this kind of came out of nowhere. I saw this trailer early on today and I was like, what the hell is this? Um, hmm. So Netflix are, netflix are bringing this to us and it's basically a tv series version of the original juon series in japan um which is of course better known as the grudge for us um mm. so obviously not the american movies but like the original juon um which was released in 2000 in japan um th- this is kind of like a spin-off version of that which is a japanese set uh television show um so, do we know what this is? Is it a prequel, sequel, retelling of the
1: films? What this? I mean, what is this? it's
0: called Juon Origins. Um, mm. So, I would guess from that, maybe it's a prequel. But I don't I've, know. I
1: got like prequel <laughs> vibes from it.
0: Yeah. yeah um but yeah kind of i think you saw the trailer as well didn't you mm. for this one obviously yeah it looks like one of those movies like there's a creepy house there's shit going on <laughs> that's pretty much yeah. the, you know the gist of it um but i just thought this was an interesting one because I, I, I wasn't expecting fact, this to be on netflix
1: yeah i respect the fact that i recognized the house just instantly at this yeah. <laughs>
0: point
1: you know there, there aren't many houses in horror that you do just instantly recognize and, and at this point the grudge house is one of them
0: yeah um but yeah it's like it's not something that i think we were asking for anyway but i think it's interesting like because i've never seen that out of all these kind of classic asian horror movies and there are so many i don't think we've really seen like a tv style version of any yeah of them. I,
1: it interests me more that this is an asian adaptation of it and, yeah. and like you say that kind of you know i've never seen a tv format of a of an asian you know i've never seen any asian shows so like this interests me to watch this and see what this is all about and how they kind of you know how they how the tv might be different to the to the film versions mm. and that sort of thing um yeah so you know it, it definitely piqued my interest
0: yeah like how have we not got like a tv version of like the original battle royale at this point oh, that's what i want that's <laughs> with what I like want. so many spin-offs and it's become such this huge cultural thing like people know what those two words mean now and yeah it's it's wild how that that's IP never not been like no it's crazy a remake it? treatment yeah i don't get it it must be one of those ones that is locked away somewhere and someone doesn't realize what they have because yeah like battle royale means something now and it's wild yeah. that yeah whether there's an you know an american remake a big one now or just an original series like i don't know if that's still going on at any point like because they def- they obviously made the sequel straight after didn't they and i don't even know mm. if they made other ones after that no um, there was just
1: the two wasn't there
0: yeah the second one wasn't even terrible either um but uh yeah that first one yeah. is just so good <laughs> um but yeah, this is definitely That's your an interesting. Hill, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check it out again. I've not seen it for a very long time. It might be awful. Um, yeah, but, it was uh, very different. Yeah, um, which uh, I really like liked a lot of those type, type movies, especially with these. The, the seems like the foreign language ones do that more. Like, I remember seeing like Record and those sequels, and like yeah. you don't really see that. I don't think with American horror movies at all, where they pretty much follow the same path don't they like a sequel to a successful american horror yeah. film. whereas it seems like in foreign countries they they're, the they're more,
1: to yeah then they're make, not afraid yeah to make something new and interesting because they know the ip will get people in front of the movie and then they can make something yeah, a bit more interesting
0: yeah because look at like peninsula which i th- was was scheduled to come out this year which is kind of being sold as like a sequel to train to Busan, mm. but it's very different like completely different um so yeah i like that i like that it's not just like oh it's another it's it's the same movie but part two basically yeah. um yeah the train never stopped <laughs> yeah exactly yeah if they just did it like on a train again it would just be so like disingenuous um yeah but yeah, that's it for the news. A lot of news this week, but some pretty interesting stuff. I pulled some different ever. stuff that we like n- normally wouldn't talk about as well, just because it's a bit more different. Um, and especially because there really isn't much to talk about at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> so why that's not say
1: what was that choice, bro? Because
0: <laughs> like stuff like uh, what was what do we? I've literally forgot what we've already talked about <laughs> Shirley. I don't think that would have ever made the news prior. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind <laughs> <laughs> What's she going to say? We're still questioning it I was just going to say
1: I could have done without it
0: Science of the Lambs Did that need an update? I'll let you be the judge <laughs> um, Shall we talk about this week's film? Oh
1: good times man, let's
0: do it Let's talk about Gretel and Hansel See, yeah, obviously, as we mentioned at the start of the show, um, a pretty interesting one to talk about. Um mm. You know, it wasn't one that kind of came out of nowhere like last week's movie. This was very much one that I'd heard about. The The first time I heard about this movie was in Fangoria, um, kind of in that initial run that we both had um mm. when they came back. Yeah, it got a it lot was... of coverage, didn't it? yeah well i i remember the first time it was a very small bit where it just said like come in because i think that was back in 2018 and it said like 2020 horror movie you know a dark take on gretel and hansel um Mm. and yeah kind of starring sophia lillis which at that time was like fresh off it um chapter one and yeah and then directed by osgood perkins who um we've only covered one of his movies Mm. um but he has done quite a few things recently um he actually wrote The Girl in the Photographs, um, which, do you remember that? It was one of the first movies that we covered. Yeah. Um, Crazy. It's a pretty interesting movie as well. Like It's kind of forgotten very quickly because it was like the yeah. last movie that Wes Craven produced before his death. Um but kind of interesting movie. Definitely. Um, but yeah, black daughter, um, I think was his debut as well. And we, we you did, we did cover in that February. one. Yeah. I was going to say it has about 10 different tiles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I've that forgotten movie. all
1: about girl and the photographs, man.
0: Yeah, for sure. I thought you had, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he did do another movie called, um, I am the pretty thing that lives in the house, mm-hmm. which I have heard of, but we never saw that. I think that was a Netflix one as well. Um,
1: yeah. and Well, it, it yeah. came out on Netflix eventually. I don't, I think he right. got a theatrical run
0: yeah i think he um, had the, was he one of those guys who had that weird thing of like almost like with mike flanagan's early movies where he'd done a couple of movies and they were just sat on the back burner for ages i think mm-hmm. they both came out pretty much at the exact same time yeah um because like, yeah, yeah i think, think so i think black coat's daughter did end up on netflix at one point as well um yeah might have done but uh yeah going into this one like kind of dark take on on the fairy tale like we've we've seen <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of these types of i guess folklore these kind of period if you want to call them t- style horror movies um yeah Obviously, they've all been like original takes, like Lighthouse and The Witch and stuff, whereas this is obviously based upon a story that's, that is mm. that pretty much, you know, I, I knew like the general gist of Hans, um, yeah, Hansel and Gretel. Um, obviously mm. I didn't know the exact ins and outs, but yeah, it was I was like, oh, okay, that, that would definitely it's definitely a dark story for sure. Like when you hear mm. it as a kid and you're like, what's well, about these witch that wants to like fatten up kids mm. so she can eat them? <clears> you know, it's it's pretty goddamn dark. Um mm, so you don't really you don't really have to make it too dark to make it into a horror film. No,
1: exactly. Um,
0: yeah which is interesting which is cool uh yeah so what else is this movie about i guess that's pretty much the general gist of it i guess
1: yeah i mean um it yeah it takes a different kind of route really where yeah um, we we meet kind of gretel and hansel um uh at the beginning of the movie they um are living with their mum, and the dad has he's died hasn't he
0: we, we, Their father, yeah,
1: yeah. The dad is the dad has passed away, and kind of the mum is struggling to deal with it. And she basically, uh, the opening scenes of the movie is her throwing the children out, and um, <clears throat> basically saying you're gonna have to go fend for yourself and and go you know go go to the town and uh, you know sell yourself and try to make a living and survive. I can't deal with you anymore, which was a pre- you know, pretty savage opening, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we kind of early on kind of join Gretel and Hansel on the road trying to kind of get to this town where there's going to be work for them and kind of um, Hansel is saying how he's going to become kind of this uh, lumberjack and kind of chop down trees and, mm. and kind of Gretel's kind of trying to figure out what she can do. And, you know, there's quite a lot of sinister undertones to, to, to Gretel and kind of, you know, she's coming of age and kind of, you um, you know uh, early on there's a scene with kind of this lord of a manor that's very creepy and kind of just these creepy older men that are kind of being a bit sadistic and pervy towards her and kind of she's trying to stay away from that and kind of trying to actually find a proper living and um her yeah her doesn't really all, care too much <laughs> no her mom's just like you need to make a living like whatever yeah. uh, you're, you're you're out and it's you know it's quite a quite a you know brutal opening really um and yeah early on on the road they kind of come across this kind of uh opening in this house and um in it is kind of you know it's when the fairy the fairy tale that we know kind of kicks in they kind of look through the window and there's just all the food they could imagine and at this point they're absolutely starving um and yeah they 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 kind of make friends with the um i mean i I don't really think it's a spider at all to say the bitch that lives (laughs) there (laughs) And kind of, you know. Now the we first time you see, see her is
0: pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah,
1: and like if you don't know the story of Hansel and Gretel, um, you know, Gretel and Hansel is pretty similar to that and we basically see that unfold in this witch kind of, you know, what her intentions are, um and you know, how they deal with that basically for the rest of the movie. I think um <clears throat> I had a I had a very interesting um perspective on this movie. Mm. um Because not only this week have I watched gretel and Hansel, I've also watched the CBBC production of <laughs> Hansel and Gretel.
0: <laughs> You're really doing your research this week. This is how so, much he was into this.
1: So, so I went, I went, I went deep wow. for this. Law, I misjudged yeah. you. There was
0: me thinking yeah. you weren't paying attention.
1: Yeah, there you go, bro.
0: You're just doing extra credit.
1: So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I i can tell you all about what <laughs> Mr. Tumble gets up to in, in the CBBC's version, or I can talk about this movie. Your, your choice, right. bro. Your choice. I do Mind. I mean, I've already seen this
0: movie. So, what's Mister Bumble up to?
1: It's tumble, mate, not bumble. All oh, right. I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, but it, it was an odd <laughs> week. I tell you that much. Right. I, I ended up watching the the, uh, the the children's version, and then I was like, "What movie are we doing this week?" And then looked at the messages. And was like, "Oh." nice hang on (laughs) guess i'm watching that again what
0: part of you was like you know what i've probably seen it now i reckon i could just wing it
1: (laughs) i mean i'm not gonna lie the thought (laughs) crossed crossed my mind (laughs) and let's be honest you're not gonna know
0: (laughs) no probably not
1: (laughs) Um, but yeah it was it was an interesting kind of way to watch this movie Mm. um I think uh, I mean was there like
0: more similarities, I guess, than you would assume? Because obviously, I I literally know like the <laughs> one line synopsis of of the story of like there's a witch. They find her in the woods. She's fattening up the kids to try and eat them. Like, yeah. I mean, no,
1: I mean, that's basically it, isn't it, and that's, yeah. that's, that's what this film kind of does, and mm. it takes a, takes a kind of you know different route towards the end. But um, yeah, and as does uh, CBeebies. just with <laughs> I mean, the CBV's version had better songs, right? This one had better kind of horror
0: yeah <laughs> yeah you know, so it depends what
1: you want depends what you want fair enough it's a yeah. coin toss for me at the
0: best of times <laughs> yeah different strokes isn't it
1: yeah exactly you know <laughs> <laughs> i've can tell that I've completely thrown you so what well, do you think of this movie i
0: think i think we're both just delaying <laughs> actually talking about it um like I, th- I thought this movie was okay um it it w- it disappointed me because this was one that i was actually looking forward to um based upon that kind of early what i heard about it of like i, I do think there's some really cool stuff to be done there, and especially because it is a story that i knew a little bit about mm. and then the fact that yeah i already think that it's pretty goddamn dark and i like the idea of these stories that we kind of tell to children that, that are a bit like it's weird it's a weird it's yeah, this, a weird this, up story hail is super dark yeah and so like i i think it's perfect it's it's almost like it's one of those ideas you hear and you go how has someone not already done this and maybe they Mm. have i don't know um i've not seen kind of like a big uh, budget kind of version of it told very very dark um so i was super in on the concept like immediately going into this one and there was definitely some things to really enjoy about this movie um i i think it looked really really good i think it was one of the best looking movies we've seen for like an Mm. on-demand release for a while um because obviously we've not seen a movie on the big screen for some time now. And I remember um, what it was like. Yeah. And, and this was one where when I was watching it at home, I was kind of like, <clears throat> some of these visuals definitely deserve to be seen on the big screen. Um, hmm it's worth mentioning that this seemed to only have a very small limited theatrical release just in the us um mm. maybe some other territories but yeah we didn't get a sniff of it in, in the uk because this came out nope. back in january then and that and it was one that i was like oh yeah it's probably gonna be one of the first movies that we cover this year yeah um and then it just yeah didn't we come just out. kept
1: checking our listings and it never rocked up
0: <laughs> yeah, and so they they kind of buried it, and it's weird because, like, I say the director's done stuff that's been well received. You got Sophia Lillis, who's like obviously she's got her own Netflix show now, and she was like amazing in it as well. Um, so there mm-hmm. is like there's there's enough clout behind yeah, it. Yeah, we say that a lot, where it's like why do some movies get picked and chosen and they get these big releases, and then some movies just get buried? But who knows? It's whoever's making these decisions make some weird ones? Um, but uh yeah, so like all that aside, like I was really looking forward to this movie, and yeah, I thought it looked incredible um and i thought the performances were great for everyone as well like i really enjoyed all the character work it was just mm-hmm. what actually happened in the movie it just got so aimless and it actually does <clears> um, unfortunately remind me of his last movie where i was like oh, okay you kind of got an interesting setup you've got these like a talented cast and then you just don't really n- like need um know where he wants to go with the film um because once we get to the house and like that's when the movie that you think is going to happen begins because there's a lot of stuff before Mm -hmm. that as well um which i do say which i would say it did take too long to get to where i wanted it to um because i you know that was the movie i was sold i just wanted to see gretel and hansel and the witch um So kind of everything else was a little bit kind of like, oh, okay, you're adding this like extra backstory, but by the end, it didn't really mean anything, which was a shame. Um, But yeah, once we got to the house, I was like, right now I want to see things happen. And there was some cool stuff that definitely happened. And I I did like the finale as well, but it just, it was so aimless in the middle. There was about a 30 minute period when it was kind of like the same things kept happening. Like, okay, here's like another dinner scene. They were
1: just chilling, eating nice dinner. Yeah.
0: And it was like, you
1: you got that day night. Sequence, yeah, hundred percent real bugbear,
0: yeah, and like, and it was like Gretel Ooh. clearly knew that something was up, but like you say, they're so desperate, so she keeps kind of saying the same thing to Hansel, where it's like, right. Ooh. We're going to take the food because, of course, we need it and let's be nice to her. But like, you know, this is obviously not right. Like she she, she from the get go, she's like, how is she getting all this like amazing fresh food delivered to this like like mm. tiny little place in the middle of nowhere? And like, yeah, so she's kind of smart enough to realize that, but then not smart enough to kind of do anything about it. She's just kind of, again, another one of these lead characters is just kind of like letting stuff happen around her and she's not really impacting the world. Um, yeah,
1: which was big frustration for me.
0: Yeah, and like, and again, the, like those two things we've said a lot, where it's like it's it becomes aimless, and then the main characters aren't guiding the story; they're just kind of letting things happen to them. And so, yeah, overall, like I, I didn't hate this movie. I thought it was okay, and I'm but I'm disappointed because I think there was amazing potential for this idea. And like I say, thought visually the movie was great and worked mm-hmm. really, really well. Like I believe the time period and it, and it all looked very accurate to me. There wasn't any like glaring stuff that looked silly or anything. Um, really, really liked the way this movie looked a lot um but yeah like kind of everything else like the story again like it's weird because it's based upon a story as well so you think that would be one of like its strongest parts but like man the stuff that they added to try and make it unique and different to that story i just didn't need and just got kind of in the way of what was Mm -hmm. actually it's a really tight and unique story that that initial concept and and everything they kind of added just made just kind of bogged down the movie for me um, mm. So yeah, coming out of it, like I am disappointed. In it. I don't want to rag on it because like I don't hate it in the slightest. Like I thought it was okay coming out of it, but yeah, definitely disappointed with it. Um, what did, what did you make of it?
1: Yeah, it's um you know when you describe the fairy tale of Hansel and Gretel, um, <clears throat> you know it's such a short, simple, concise mm. story, um, and this movie is only it's less than an hour and a half. Um, but they have to put so much padding into it to fill out kind of because it is such mm. a simple story Yes, and a 10 minute story it's <laughs> that yeah. and and um i think kind of i actually dug the opening and kind right. of their journey to the house quite a bit mm. um because i was kind of like oh it's was putting some meat on the bones there was kind of like this freaky overnight stay where um they, they they went to this kind of like uh, it wasn't abandoned at all because it was well lit this kind of place yeah. and they just started lie in his bed and sleep there <laughs> the night and that was all kind of a bit freaky and there was no explanation as to what the hell that was and i kind of i wanted them to build upon like the hansel and gretel fairy tale mm. um but have other weird shit in the world like that and then kind of after that scene there really is nothing because they get to the, the house or the, you know, whatever, the the witch's kind of house in the woods. And then it is the fairy tale told over an hour. Mm. Um, Pretty much just, like, play-by-play what you'd expect. And, like, when they first got to the house and kind of, like I say, they discovered, like, the food on the table and snuck in, all of that stuff was good. And, like, when the witch was first there and kind of giving them the help but kind of, like, sizing them up at the same time, like, all of that was, again, like, really good. And until probably... i don't know maybe maybe 40 45 minutes i was Mm -hmm. i was pretty into it and i was like okay that this movie just needs to now get going and then it doesn't it just stays in that cycle and there's just this day night cycle of them living in this house and i got super bored and then kind of by the end um i agree with you like i found the ending pretty satisfying um but it just took way too long and there's just nothing in between that got me there um, so I think kind of like for me, the opening had more, way more meat to it that kept me interesting. And but it, it was that middle bit that just completely lost me. And yeah, I don't, I don't hate this movie. I could see a lot of people really loving it. Yeah. If you love this sort of thing, if you're one of these people that kind of loves The Witch and what was that other one we saw, the Irish one? Um,
0: well, last year, yeah, The Nightingale,
1: Nightingale, yeah, yeah. it was, was
0: Irish, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The, um, the- that. sorry the, the lead actress was definitely irish yeah right?
1: like that and um <clears throat> you know th- th- those sorts of movies i think you're going to dig this one and kind of mm. it being it being tethered to uh, an ip that kind of is this well-known fairy tale is cool um but yeah, for me i just kind of i got about an hour in and i was just like do you know what i don't like these movies i don't like these movies that are cool and visual you know like visually and kind of it is this slow burn that can gives you this small payoff. I need, mm. I need more, I need more meat on the bone. I just can't handle these slow pay, slow burn movies. Yeah. Um, anymore, man. Like I've, I've been through the Thai West phase. Like I just can't, <laughs> just can't do it anymore. Um, so yeah, I think that's my biggest problem with it is that, yeah, it just, it, it, it really didn't have a lot of meat on the bone to begin with. And I think, you know, he he kind of stretched it as long as he possibly could and kept my attention like i say for you know it, he kept my attention for a good 45 minutes but then it it lost me before the end
0: yeah this this need <coughs> this dramatically needed something else added to it where i agree with yeah. you that it's kind of once they get there and it's very much like um, we know that something's like up with Gretel, and she's very mm. much not just this kind of like innocent victim that maybe yeah. she is in the original story. So, kind of like her character, they could have played with that more. And it was the stuff they tried to do just didn't really work for me. I'm, I, this is getting very mild spoilery, <clears throat> but like just so we can actually talk a bit more about the movie in depth. Like she almost becomes like a protege to the witch, doesn't she? And she's kind mm. of like teaching her stuff. And yeah again like to me that just didn't really go anywhere i was like what to what end is she doing this like it was very unclear
1: wasn't on board and i think kind of for me it would have been more interesting if you know the woods on the journey to the the witch's kind of house were spooky and if there had been some sort of kind of um entity out there that was kind of scaring them and keeping them trapped at the house so they're like well She's a bit nuts, but she's keep giving us a roof and a lot of food. And there's a werewolf out there. Do you know what I mean? Mm, Like they, they it needed like something like that that was tethering them to the premises because it just kind of it got to the point where Gretel clearly wasn't on board with the witch and clearly knew that it was not good. So why didn't she just leave at that point?
0: yeah they kept um, saying the same thing she kept saying like right okay yeah. like tomorrow don't worry we'll go we'll go to where we want to go and it was like it just never yeah. got there they it it? even it was... got to
1: the point where they were like we don't even like this food anymore like we're yeah. full and i'm like well, you've had your fill like just go like, yeah <laughs> yeah
0: and so it, it was just... weird there wasn't a reason for yeah. them to be tied to it like you say exactly and i just i
1: feel like that's what this move this adaptation was doing it was staying too true but even in the fairy tale you know they're they're kind of they're captive very early on. And in this movie, they're not captive and they have no reason to stay there. So Mm. it just felt disingenuous and then kind of went on for too long in that kind of middle part of the movie until we got to the kind of finale. Yeah. Um, I think the witch herself was was really well done. I think um, again, it's, it's a slight mild spoiler, but she kind of has two forms in the movie and Mm. both I thought were really good. I loved her hands. Yeah, her hands are like black she has like black fingers and yeah. they just look like super good and super creepy and just kind of this real gothic kind of feel to her and like when she goes out and has this kind of big old witch's hat on the stuff I just thought her entire look was
0: back mm. on yeah um the house and, as well like so i said i love yeah. the production design like <laughs> they nailed the house they nailed the food again you know coming off of the platform mm-hmm. like i i really liked the way it looked in that world like mm-hmm. it definitely looked like this kind of overwhelming just sugary display of, of food that like kids would just be overwhelmed by um like i definitely think all that stuff was great like the, the only thing that i think the where the budget showed a little bit because this was like quite a, a, a smaller budget film than we see mm-hmm. a lot of the time um was the visual effects um because because the practical effects were amazing and we've talked about just the overall visual look of the movie i absolutely loved it was my favorite thing about it but when they had to use special effects and i almost wish he could have somehow done it all practical but with some of the stuff that happens in the finale in particular he 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 unfortunately had to lean on special effects and i don't think the budget was there for for very good special effects Mm -hmm. i don't know about you but like a couple of times it really stood out to me like when well, I, this is a mild spoiler but I'll, I'll say it just so you know what i'm talking about like something on a table has to merge into something else
1: mm-hmm. um
0: which is a special effect and i don't know about you but that looked not good um
1: yeah there were a couple of things like that where it was yeah you're right it was a little bit ropey and it was kind of trying to be a bit kind of dreamlike and hallucinogenic mm. and it kind of yeah it just didn't yeah it didn't it
0: didn't quite work did it but um, no which is a shame because like that is the best thing about this movie i think is its visuals and it's almost i'm disappointed that he he had to rely on it because he did he did a lot of stuff practical Mm. like pretty much all the stuff like you've discussed before the house i'm sure there are visual effects in there but it didn't look it didn't look blaringly obvious to me um kind of like all those action sequences and that looked great it was just some of the stuff in the finale was like a little bit too cgi for me which is something that especially stands out in a world like this that's like very you know old-timey is grounded and has this very cool unique style Mm. um it's a shame that it kind of has to do those special effects type stuff um yeah yeah, like this this movie man is a weird one like i'm 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 disappointed with my own you know thoughts on it coming out of it like mm. definitely and it's one of my biggest disappointments of this year really kind of it it actually reminds me not that in the same level but with like Happy Death Day to you where it's like you right. have certain expectations and it just and again that was different because obviously we absolutely loved Happy Death Day and we just wasn't really a fan of the sequel but mm. it's kind of like that where like I did have some expectations and I think he nailed a lot of the stuff to the point where kind of. It's not going to be on the level of like a midsummer or a lighthouse, but like it, it could be something like that because I, I really liked the spe- like the visual look of this movie so so think, much.
1: Yeah, I think for me it was one of those things where we'd watched um, you know we'd watched the Witch back in the day mm. and just didn't get it first time round, yeah, and, and kind of subsequently in rewatches, I have got it a lot more. And and do now have a love for that movie, and kind of then kind of jumping into the lighthouse, and we got it straight away. And kind of, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I'm on board for these sorts of things anymore. Maybe I've kind of broadened my horizons. And Mm. then I kind of watched this movie, and I'm like, no, it just, it just missed the mark for me again. And I kind of feel like this is one of them where I could, I can see that it's going to get love and it's going to get people kind of talk about it in a real high esteem. And it just doesn't hit that mark for me. I, completely I really don't think it will, and rewatches. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's just a weird one.
0: Uh, I completely <clears throat> agree with where after that movie i was like up, up is my favorite genre of movie period movies now <laughs> because, this is, because this is my favorite thing i've ever seen <laughs> and then it was like nope it was just that one movie yeah. you broke. no
1: no, that's not me yeah and this one ticked all the boxes you know it, it was an yeah. interesting premise it had a great lead actress it had a director that we're interested in mm. um so yeah you know it, it it did fall it did fall short of what what i kind of hoped it would be as well
0: yeah it's but it's a bummer these are the ones that are really me out like when we when we see just bad movies or kind of ones that you have no expectations on they just don't have any mm. effects. but stuff like this is like man i really hoped this would be like one of those sleeper movies that kind of it only got a very limited release and not yeah. many people would have seen it and it's really gone under the radar and... and
1: i was one of those that probably 20 25 minutes into this movie even like mm. when they first rocked up to the house i was like this is this is doing it for me. Like if, if we can, if we now get like the elevation like Witch does, mm. where we kind of go batshit crazy for a bit, like I could, I, like they've, they've got me this far and then they got me that far, far and just dropped off a cliff.
0: Yeah. It's a shame. These ones really <laughs> bum me out. But yeah. it is what it is. Um, it is yeah, indeed. That, that was our discussion of Gretel and Hansel. We will take a short break and we'll be right back. So yeah, that's pretty much it for this week. Um, again, I don't really know if I've watched too much genre stuff. Um,
1: why, why haven't you watched Basket Case, bro? I
0: just, I just don't, know, I don't know, I don't even know I how I would watch you, it. <laughs> I give
1: you one task. That's all I ask. I watched like Endgame I, again. I don't ask much, bro. I don't ask much, <laughs> but just, just wanted to watch Basket Case. That's all.
0: Yeah, I do have a bit more time on my hands now because yeah, I finished my kind of overall. <laughs> yeah, you do. V- <laughs> Like I finished watching all of the MCU movies in order, um, which was a hell of a journey. Like the first and only time I would do that for sure. Um, and was it, it was a wild ride. Like I'm glad I've done it once at least. Um, because, yeah, like there's there's some movies in there where it's like no one should ever watch these, um, but then there's at least 10 of some of my favorite movies I've ever seen. Um, True story, and, yeah, man. that conclusion True is story. just still ridiculous. No, nothing will ever top it. People <laughs> are probably sick and tired of it. And if you don't like these type of movies, you probably hate it. But honestly, hmm. there's, there's nothing like it. I would never see anything like it again in a cinema, I don't think. No, I, I never will. I really hope that when the cinemas reopen, we can just go watch Endgame again because that's just that's what I'm I not need gonna in my lie, life right like, now. I
1: think I think if it if it does screen, uh, that will be our first.
0: <laughs> yeah, first I hope trip. so. It, I just lying, it just feels right. It just feels right. It really again. does. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds um, me of a simpler time when the world was a better place.
1: Well, I wish I had a good time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. while I was watching maybe the best movie ever made. What was you watching?
1: Oh, I don't even. I don't even want to talk about it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's bummed me out hearing you have a good time
0: is there a basket case five or some other crap
1: <sighs> no there's not even a four i wish there was a basket case four because i'd have had a better time <laughs> um i watched fucking nightmare on elm street remake
0: oh brilliant i'm so happy
1: <sighs> i did it bro i did it and <laughs> do you want to know the exact
0: moment that
1: all basically i died inside um, Probably do you know the first how long time you
0: saw Freddy I reckon Do you know how
1: long it took Because he's in the shadows for a bit Do you know how long <laughs> it took Gun, uh, Hedge your bets on how long Two minutes It, it took a bit longer than that <clears throat> <laughs> 13 minutes 45 seconds Is when my soul died <laughs> Um uh. It's the Nancy asleep in the bedroom and Freddy kind of pushes himself through the wall sequence. Yeah. Um, it's the most The worst worst horrific, effects of all time. <laughs> like, you talk, like, like, when you were talking down on this week's movie... About oh, yeah, it's not even effects, close. <laughs> I was, like, inside laughing because I knew I was going to be talking about this. And I was like, I've got to be honest, I'd, I'd only watched nightmare on elm street and then this these visual effects look banging in I, Hansel.
0: I honestly think that the the effect <clears throat> you're talking about because i i still remember the feeling watching that in the cinema i think it's the worst effect i've ever seen in a movie it's
1: it's hands down the worst effect in cinema history um <laughs> honestly you give me approximately 20 seconds and i'll tweet out on our account a better version than that right now. um i'll just put a fucking tea cloth over my head and stand in front of a wall and it'll be better yeah. um it was horrific and the movie the movie has no redemption it really doesn't like on the rewatch i like i say the fact that i got to 13 minutes until my soul died i was trying so hard where i was like okay just don't look at freddy's face <laughs> like if if i don't look at freddy's face does he feel like freddy and i'm like right he's got the glove okay he's got the glove that's good then he speaks when he talks in this movie it's a goddamn travesty it's like this vo over the top everything's been recorded and redubbed mm. because it's trying to sound like he's almost being like a commentator to the dream so it's yeah. like this this do you know what i mean they're trying
0: yeah they're trying to make the voice sound like it's it's a, around head. the, the yeah, yeah like around the room not actually yeah. coming from the man and like
1: you know watching this on uh, you know watching this with headphones on it just sounded Stupid, and it just he didn't for one like, not for one second of this movie does he feel like Freddy Krueger. Um, and it really does feel like someone that kind of had seen Nightmare on Elm Street 20 years ago and then kind of went, Okay, I'll make that, and then Mm. and then just kind of threw in a couple of bits and then just made this god awful movie. Like, even the parts that I remembered that I was kind of like, Oh, okay, there was this scene in the supermarket where she was having these weird kind of um christ i watched a movie
0: like is that when she's having like the micro micro yeah. yeah and i was
1: like okay that's a cool idea no it's not
0: it's not like, i think really... it's a cool idea but it's not executed remotely <laughs> no, well i
1: remembered that scene though being <clears throat> like oh it was executed somewhat okay and to be fair it's probably no it's definitely the best scene in the movie but the scene <laughs> still pretty much sucks like mm. this movie just really did hurt me in ways that i didn't think it could hurt me this this far removed because i just thought like I knew how bad it was. I'm
0: happening. shocked that you didn't think it would hurt you that much,
1: because <laughs> well, I, I knew thought... exactly how
0: much it was. Yeah,
1: I thought at this point I knew, like when mm. when you know, like when you go into Saw Seven, you know, bro, like you know. Hey, I... leave Saw out <laughs> of this. Saw <laughs> like, is a
0: beautiful and pure franchise. It's not,
1: um, <laughs> but but like even knowing it, just it was so bad. There was nothing about this. Like it really, um, like I say, Freddy is god awful. Like it's no disrespect to the actor. He just doesn't have any chance. Like mm. he looks ridiculous. And then the way the voiceover works. So like, if he can't look or sound like Freddie, what the hell can he do? Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. They do this whole kind of, um, the backstory scene where they show the parents getting him and he just looks like such a little, like, he just seems like a little bitch in this entire movie. Um, like Jason would destroy this Freddy. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, And it's a real shame because, you know, in, in a world where we're as a, as a kind of, you know, the horror community isn't probably that forgiving of, of um, remakes, but I'd say we're pretty forgiving of it. And we'll give Mm. most of them a go and actually kind of can see positives in most over the years. This one is just, you know, it's such hot trash. And, um, you know, when we get like the Friday the Thirteenth remake that we actually really enjoyed, and that can't get other stuff re- re- like greenlit, mm. like it, it hurts me that I know that like Freddy is in such pain right now because like this this is the last movie that came out. Like, what do you do? Um, yeah
0: movies like that just bum you out because they all, they give remakes a bad name and yeah. like you say there's there's so many that we love and like some of my favorite movies of recent times like evil dead and stuff and it's like in child's play as well like yeah. Yeah, i definitely put that in their <laughs> conversation now even a year removed from like, i look back on that and i'm like that is an example of how to do it right and <laughs> um there's plenty of people that can do that but yeah when stuff like this gets made it it, it, oh, it just it sours everything like you say it really sours <laughs> like freddie going forward and once you do that once as well Well, it kind of shits over everything in regards to you know two years later if someone had a really great idea and it it involved robert england how does that work you know like it really sullies everything Um, yeah
1: it really it does it it is a franchise killer it really hmm. is like it's so hard to come back from this and it it kind of it just does everything wrong like every dream sequence just is way too fast and just doesn't have anything happen um you know the 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 Scenes from the original movie, you know, uh, you know, I'm I'm the guy that earlier on was saying like we can carry on with Scream if it's done right. Like I'm okay mm. with these things carrying on and being remade, but like every one of them sucked. Like the bedroom scene. Um, the claws like almost ripper in half in this kind of like two second cgi fest it just looks awful you know you've got like um
0: the end scene looks the, so the prison bad as well. sequence
1: doesn't go anywhere yeah the, the way that when like i say when he, they have the flashback and he gets burnt and he runs at the guy when he's wearing his little tight speedos just looks awful <laughs> the nancy bathtub scene just is completely just pointless um you know, it really, every, everything misses the mark. There's not a single kind of redeeming quality in this
0: movie. Mm. I, don't so know, yeah, I don't know why had, you wasted your time. <laughs> I
1: had a bad time, bro, but it's one of those things that just had to be done. Like, mm. it did. Um, you know, someone that loves that franchise so much, kind of, you know, when did that movie come out? Like, it's it? right? Yeah, yeah I, I think so. No. So, you know, it, it's time for me to see it again. <laughs> and and kind of just just remember why the franchise is dead
0: yeah it's time for me to still never think about that movie and i like like we said about it um a second ago where it's like it kills the franchise i do think mm. that the only thing that that helps is time where it's like mm. if you have a massive miss like that all you can do is have another shot at it like another remake but the pro- but you just have to wait a while because yeah. like no one's going to pay to see a nightmare on the street movie in the in the years that precede a hot mess mm. like that whereas now like you say there has been enough time there's going to be plenty more yeah. adults that never saw that um so they it, can kind of have another go at it. it chapter two did infinitely more uh to
1: bring freddy back and get people wanting to watch a nightmare on <laughs> Street movie by yeah. just slapping that poster in at the
0: end <laughs> definitely yeah <laughs> So yeah, yeah. It, was, it was rough bro it was rough i'm not gonna lie yeah you should probably watch some good movies next week because i think yeah, you deserve think, it after that uh, i think i'm gonna watch red dragon yeah you should yeah that's, that's an absolutely great movie um
1: I feel good about things um yeah i mean i did i did watch terminator one and two <laughs> of course
0: you, did. <laughs> you don't need to say that because i just assume that it's been another week
1: so that was a good time for me. Yeah, <laughs> literally after we finished recording last week, I watched T1, and then I digitally purchased T2 because I realised that I have the VHS, the DVD, the Blu-ray, the 4K <laughs> version, but I don't own it digitally. Right. So now now I do.
0: Fair enough. You just got to have yeah. it done.
1: It's sometimes um, sometimes you know, man's got to do what a man's got to do.
0: Yeah, exactly. um But yeah, that's pretty much it for this week. um Hopefully, both of us will actually watch some good movies to talk about at the end of the show. <laughs> We're well, using um, to watch a movie, bro. Like, just watch Basket Case. That's all I. I, I watch films, just not horror films. <laughs> but I, I need to start watching. I, I've got a few. Like, I don't know. I've got some really no, random no, ones. No, you haven't got a few. You've got one. No, You've Basket Case two. isn't on the list. I want to. I want to watch They Live again because I've been thinking a lot about that oh, recently, you, bro. <laughs> um, creep show 2 i want to watch i've never seen it like there's a lot of wait because the um
1: arrow version is getting re-released of what creep show 2 oh is it when's that yeah i think so i think they're getting it back in print
0: hmm all right fair enough yeah um, yeah yeah I was just randomly like i just had to, all I'm, the other I'm day. Just
1: trying to delay you no, that's true that's true
0: <laughs> I, I just don't, i don't even know where that came from but i was kind of like i, I just I'm, I'm in the mood for some creep show and i know i've never yeah. seen the, the sequel so
1: yeah i'm pretty sure it was two because i thought it was odd that arrow were kind of pimping that one but i think that's hmm. the one they got the rights for
0: yeah i doubt they have the rights for the first one but who knows um but yeah that's it that's pretty much it for this week another week in the books maybe one week closer we to the cinema who knows you never at this know this point <clears throat> fingers crossed on that one um and yeah we'll we'll figure out i guess we'll try and find something to watch for next week maybe yeah, there's sure. a movie out there <laughs> you, you, you never know you never know they might be able to find something um you never know. No, we, we found gretel and hansel this week and that was an interesting one so there might be something
1: i mean like that. i feel like we're getting closer to when we actually do a terminator
0: uh <laughs> <record>. <laughs> But I at mean what you point know we just, every week. At what point do we just like do a sore retrospective again? Because yeah. I mean my thoughts have changed in the last two or three years, so I'm down for it again.
1: Look, mate, it's time <laughs> it's time for a Terminator
0: retrospective. Oh yeah, that's what everyone's been asking for.
1: But T1 is is
0: pretty much a horror movie. <laughs> All right? Yeah. It's, so it's more the...
1: of a horror movie than some of these trailers you sent me recently.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd just like to keep you on your toes, make sure you're listening. Um <laughs> But yeah, that was episode 196. Thanks for listening as always. And we'll see you again very soon.
1: See you later, everyone.